Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. Thank you guys so much for joining with us today. And we're so glad that you're here. All right. Thank you. I'm, I'm super here. glad that you're here. Yes. So today I hope, hope you turn. Thank you again for joining. We're going to talk about married for life. Yes. Part three. Yes. How to have some fun in marriage. Yes. But before we do, we'd love for you to click that uh, like button, hit the notification bell and share this video on your social media and partner together with us here at Hope City Church together in reaching the 4.7 billion people who are using social media on a monthly basis. Yes, because there is a lot of people on social media. All over the place. All over the place, all over the world. And <laughs> right around the corner from where you're at, hey, they're on their that's phones. That's what we're learning. We, they're on their phones. On social at your media. House. Yes. Matter of yes. fact, you're probably watching this. And there could be somebody like next to you on their phone watching something else. So Yeah, no, it's good. We want to give you the opportunity to financially support us here at Hope City Church and our mission to spread the good news of Jesus Christ across social media. That is our purpose. That is our plan. That is what we are here to do, endeavoring to reach people even next door to you that are on social media. Uh, John, in the New Testament Get your words, Ange. Get your words, Ange. The Gospel of John, <laughs> chapter 6. If you guys want to turn there or open up your Bible app and, and join with me, uh, John chapter 6, verses 11 and 12, it says this. I'm going to read it out of the, the Passion Translation. Jesus took then the barley loaves and the fish, feeding the 5,000. If you're talking about yeah. stories and what's happening, there's people that were hungry. There was a little bit that they had, but what God did with that little yes. bit is incredible. And we're going to talk about the little bit and what God did with it. Uh, verse 11, Jesus took the barley loaves and the fish and gave thanks to God. He then gave it to the disciples to distribute to the people. Miraculously, the food multiplied with everyone eating as much as they wanted. Verse 12, when everyone was satisfied, Jesus told his disciples, now go back and gather up the pieces left over so that nothing will be wasted. Can I tell you, some of us and a lot of us only have a little to give. Yeah. But God takes that little bit to give and he multiplies it to use, to, to reach, to feed, to nurture, to love those sure. people that he is calling and drawing to himself. And that's what we are here to do at Hope City Church. And you're saying, how can I start giving? The link is in the chat box or you can go to hopecitychurch.us backslash donations and you can start giving and partnering with us yes. here uh, today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. You know, and as we are doing that right now, you're you're jumping on, maybe, you know, maybe to your app or you're going to the website to start giving. I want to pray for us this morning thank as you. we talk about uh, married for life and having fun and really digging into the depths of that and and asking God to open up our hearts. God, we just thank you so much, God, that you are creating us to be difference makers. God, not just in our circles of influence that you place us in our workplaces, our schools. God, uh, going to the gym and our group. God, but also in our marriages. Yeah. God, I thank you that we are difference makers. God, we are builders. We are lifters. We are encouragers. God, and I thank you that you have called us to partner together thank with you. our spouse. God, in loving them the way that you have loved us. God, and I thank you that you give us ears to hear what it is that you're saying today. Hearts to receive. God, let us have soft hearts to receive what it is you're saying, even when it's hard. God, a spoonful of sugar helps that medicine go down. God, and give us hands of actions. Let us not just be hearers of your word, but let us be doers also. We thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Married for Life, chapter three. Yes. <laughs> chapter three. Chapter three. Hey, it could be chapter three. It could be chapter three. Message number three, how to have fun in marriage. Yes. Ecclesiastes in the New Testament, excuse me, the Old Testament of the Bible. Um, chapter nine, verse nine is a great book to read. Um, 
live happily yeah. with the woman you love. I love this part here. I even bolded it in my notes. <laughs> Through all the meaningless days of life. And wow, God. We're going to talk about <laughs> right? that. There are some meaningless days. Through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. The wife God gives you is your reward for all your earthly toil. This teaching series um, is to, to encourage us that we can be married for life. Yes. But it, but it takes some work. And I would say this, well, a lot of work. And um, uh, I would say this, we've been, this is kind of a statement we've been making, kind of just came out as we've been doing this series. Um, there's not one married couple who sta- started maybe standing in front of a pastor at an altar, uh, thought it would end in an attorney's office in front of an attorney, right. um, dividing up the spoils of marriage, so to speak. Right. Um, no one thought about that. You did not think that as you were, sir, as you were standing with your best man, your groomsmen at the altar with the pastor and the and the bridesmaids are there and everyone's right. there and here she comes, da 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 <laughs> down the aisle that you're not thinking, hmm, this see if this will work, man, give it about a year or two and you know, if it doesn't work out, hey, we'll go see the attorney. They fix it all up. Right. No one's thinking that. No, nobody's thinking. She that. wasn't thinking that. You weren't thinking that. No one is thinking that. Not really. But it happens. Right. So we're gonna make five commitments. We're gonna talk about five commitments to consider that help us to put the work in to be married for life. Yes. For life. Number one, seek God. We seek God together. Number two, fight fair. We talked about that last yeah. week. How to fight fair? Every couple fights. Every maybe you don't even like the word fight. Maybe argument, maybe talk loudly, maybe disagree. I was going to go disagree. Yeah, disagree is a good one. You know, maybe maybe the word fight we don't like. I get it. Seek God, fight fair. Uh, number three, have fun. We'll talk about that today. Yeah. Number four, stay pure next week. And we'll end up with never give up. Yeah. Never give up. Today we're talking about having fun and a- adventure. Yes. In our marriage. Yes. Pastor Andrew, you're done doing that? Well, you're, I'm, you're, just, I'm just inviting all my, all my peoples. I know. Are you done though? Uh, yes, yes, I'm done right now. All right, boom, because you're up next. Yes, I know. But I was, I, I, you know, I thought you were going to use more words. No. You know, I think sometimes, you I know, limit my words maybe today. we should, maybe we should, uh, we're having some fun here behind the scenes. It's a little bit crazy for us, you know, because we have fun we and we enjoy living life together and each other, which is good. Maybe we should do some behind the scenes here. Prepping for uh, Sundays at Hope City. I'm not sure you want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyways, continue on. We'll talk about some have fun in marriage. You know, I think, you know, uh, we need to contextualize it. What does it mean to have fun? We're like, oh, let's go have fun. And then you get out. And maybe what's fun for the other person isn't fun for you. Right. You know, so maybe we need to define or you need to define what fun is. Maybe you can put that in the chat box to help us all to, you know, start a conversation around what is fun. How can we have fun together for me? But then also as a married couple, because it's important to last over 30 years and want to last more. It takes work, but can I tell you that work can be a lot of fun in the process. Without fun, without adventure, without romance, without physical intimacy, which I'm going to exclamation point that because it's important. Marriage can often be reduced simply to two roommates living life together. Yeah, that's great. And you know, maybe some of you guys are, you know, trying to, you know, kind of glance out of the corner of your eye to your spouse and go, that's us. 
Can I tell you, you know, seasons of life, sometimes when you're raising kids or you're busy, it can seem like that, but that's where the work comes in. And that's where we have to begin yes. to continue to, you know, spark that fire, to keep the kindling burning hot, the coal. So there's passion and excitement and enjoyment. I have changed in the things that I enjoy doing. But I haven't just changed. We have matured alongside one another. And we're going to talk about that today. Roommates can be best friends and have an agreement to do certain things, cover certain fi things financially in their relationship, uh, even hang out and binge Netflix together. But they have two separate lives. A marriage is one life together. Yeah. Two separate people coming together to live one life. That doesn't mean that we lose ourselves, but it means that our life is together. It's not going in separate directions. It's coming together in these things. Jesus wants you to continue to have fun and adventure in your marriage, even after being married for 30 plus years. Can I tell you, life is an adventure. And if you know anything about my husband, you know it's a sometimes it could be a, a roller coaster of an adventure. Anyway, anyways, you know, I love what Pastor Angie's saying is, you know, being together, you know, you we you do have two separate lives yeah. if you really think about it. No, it's true. But it's learning how to combine, you know, yeah. because you each especially if you have uh 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 two two uh career paths yeah. to you know you have friendship groups that are different, they never combine, but it's when you come together yeah. in your home in your in your life, yeah. making sure that you don't become like roommates. And I thought that was a great yeah. example. Roommates again are just like two people living yeah. together and they're friends they can and be they, besties yeah, and yeah. hang out, but they yeah. have their own lives, yeah. And really in a marriage, you kind of do have your own life in a sense, like I said, but it's learning how to that you don't really have your own life. I think that's really yeah. great. Um, I guess we can ask, are you enjoying your life with the one that you love? That's good. Um, are you still having fun? I mean, that is the real question. Are you still yes. having fun in your marriage, in your relationship? Um, we might say this later on, uh, but you didn't start off not having fun. Right. I mean, you get sweaty palms thinking about man. You remember those days? And you didn't care what you did. No, you didn't care. No, man, you could go for a drive. On, man. And you didn't like, care. Now, you, now you argue trying to go have fun. <laughs> no, is there it's any <laughs> is there any married couples out there that you talk about going? And what what do you want to eat today? And it literally is a thirty five minute conversation, yeah. and you are in an argument, irritated, and you finally just settle on something because you're tired of talking yeah. about it. You talk about me just going to McDonald's. Job <laughs> <laughs> done. You know, anyways, I know that no one ever does no, that. No, there. no, of okay. course not. No. Anyways. <laughs> so I know this may not sound super spiritual. Yeah. And maybe it's not for sure. Uh, but but it really is practical. Are you still, you still love to hang out together? Yeah. You still like to spend time together? You still like, man, just be, well, no one likes to hang out with people who are not fun. No. I don't have any friends I hang out with on a continual basis that are not fun. Yeah. You know, um, no one likes to hang out with people who are not fun. You don't have friends that you hang out with. Oh man, I can't wait to go out with so-and-so. They're really not fun. Man, I can't wait to have a boring night. Again. Have a boring Ooh, night with this guy that just complains and whines <laughs> and stop talking. Yeah. Anyways. So are you still having fun? So we're going to talk about three types of fun. Yes. Get this now. Three types of fun. Every couple must enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Must enjoy. And we're talking about, hey, one of the commitments on how to stay married for life. Yeah. Pastor Angie, why don't you start us off? 
you know, which I think is good. So I think, you know, think about it. What is fun to you and what do you enjoy doing with your spouse and put some of those things in the chat box, which I think is going to be good. I like laughing. I like relaxing. I like enjoying things together. I like talking actually kind of talking sometimes. Um, but can I tell you all of those things I can do no with a friend, but I want that to become more. Yeah in my relationship. So three types of fun every married couple must enjoy. And if you're dating, if you want to get married, can I take some serious notes? Because it's important to begin your relationships in this way. We're going to read out of the Song of Solomon. For some of you guys, you're like, oh God, not that book. It's like X-rated. We don't read that. You know, we we're told by our pastors that <laughs> no, don't do it. It's going to awaken love youth, if you were youth ministry. time. Yes. Youth pastor never read it. Read it. You get fired. Yeah. <laughs> don't read the Song of Solomon. No, we don't want kids to think. No. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, I tell yeah. you, Song of Solomon read the Song is of Solomon, a Pastor. beautiful yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're going to talk. Uh, we're out of chapter seven, and right now I'm going to talk about uh, read out of a verses an eleven age. and twelve. Yes. Come, my lover, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in villages. Verse twelve. Let us go early to the vineyards to see the vines have budded. If their blossoms have opened. And if the pomegranates are in bloom, there I will give you my love. What it's talking about is going away and getting together. So number one, three types of fun every married couple must enjoy. Number one, face to face. Engage people, dating people. You don't have this problem. But can I tell you, married folks have a problem. Mm -hmm. When was the last time you went out on a date? A date. A date. It's not a four. It's not a bad four-letter word. Date. Well, and I'm not just talking about. Oh, it's Tuesday night. I didn't plan nothing. But hey, we're just gonna go get dinner at our favorite pub, you know, down the street. And there's no thought put into it. Can I tell you, dating is the kindling of passion that will mm -hmm. continue to allow the fires and the flame to continue to burn and smolder in your relationship. I love what it says here. It says. There, I will give you my love. They've gone to the countryside. They're in the vineyard. If there's a bloom, what he's saying is, is we're going to have sex right here in the park. That's what you're saying? Well, uh, kind of. Well, there, I'm going to give you my love. We're in the Ooh. vineyard. We're in the... You know, that's passion. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to take anything away from there's a passion that is happening in this relationship that is being uncovered and discovered in the Song of Solomon. We need to invest into each other. Dating is an investment. We talk about saving money. We talk about doing all these things for our kids and spending time and all that kind of stuff. We need to learn to invest in our relationship yeah. with our spouse. Yes. I need to learn, study, understand what it is that he likes and enjoys. You know, we're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about some other things. But can I tell you, we're going to talk about first actually having an intimacy that is deeper than what sex is just going to take it to another level, but a beginning to understand and loving to be around one another. Dating doesn't need to cost a lot of money. Can I tell you, we had a date last night and it was super fun. We had a slumber party like we used to when we had no money and we spent, you know, uh, the night, you know, having some great snacks and watching some shows and enjoying each other's company. We can do things that don't cost money or we can be extravagant in it, but it's about igniting the passion and, you know, kindling the fire in our relationships. 
You must guard it and you must protect it because if you do not, life will squeeze the intimacy out of your face-to-face fun. It happens to all of us. If you have consistent face-to-face time, if you have consistent date that you go out on the same day every week, you take turns planning it, enjoy it, all that kind of stuff, the next Two will just be even better and better. As we're talking about the three things every married couple needs. You to know, busy fun. busyness is, is a robber yes. of, of your soul. Yes, busyness, yes, it is. You know, and when you get kids, you know, we our kids are grown. We have grandkids yeah. now. Um, busyness. You know, I have we have lots of friends. You know, uh, you know, they have kids and they're you know they and they're growing yeah. up and and I, I have to tell you that the enemy of your the enemy of your marriage is after your intimacy between That's each so other. Good. Yeah. If he can break intimacy, if the enemy can break intimacy, um th- then then it becomes a wedge. You be, yeah. you just come busy, busy with life, busy with career, busy with kids, busy with sports, busy yeah. with I mean and it just it continues on. We don't want to help you. There will be a day that your children yes. move out of the house. Yeah. Hopefully Right. Every parent can say amen. <laughs> we, you want that to happen. It's good for them. It's yeah. good for you. If you don't spend that time, if you just blank out for 18, 22, yes. 18 and 22 years and it's all about the kids, you will wake up one day and not have any intimacy with your spouse. Yeah. You won't know what's going on. You won't know who they are. And we're trying to help us together to be married for life. Yeah. Number one, face-to-face. Number two, side-by-side. In other words, this is kind of like my love language right here. Let's get away for the weekend. Yes, it is. Right? <laughs> right. I can go away at least once a month if we can afford it, but we don't do that. Well, we can't afford it. We choose not to do that. But at least once a quarter, yeah. we get away for the weekend. That's right. We'll go downtown. We'll get a hotel room. Um, uh, let, let, you know, if we had kids, get a babysitter. Give me some ideas on how to keep that passion yeah. and intimacy uh, uh, a lot, mate. Now, so for some of us, there's a season of our life that we couldn't afford to do that. Yeah. But we still had to find a way to keep to, to get away. Sometimes, again, it's like a season. You might have to wait for that to come. That's why face to face time is very important. Which, which, when we didn't have a lot of money, our weekend getaway would be at home. Yeah. And we would have our kids go spend the night with family and friends. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we could have some alone time together that lasted longer than a few hours. It's about keeping yes. the passion. Yes. For each other. Remember that? Remember how it all started? I, I like to remind us, it didn't start on a boring date. No. You probably wouldn't be married right now if it was some boring date. Yeah. Okay. And, and nobody was fun and there was no passion. There was no like connection. It, it's, it's what led to being married. It led to the, and here she goes. I'm so happy. It was, remember that day? Yeah. Okay. So that didn't start by, man, this guy is a dull, boring. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be crazy, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? How do we keep face to face? Side to side. In other words, again, uh, we may not be passionate about our jobs, or we may be. We may not be passionate about anything, or we may be. But what we must be is passionate and cultivating passion. Yes. Passion with each other. Yeah. Now, just like women crave a, a lot of the face-to-face time, uh, women love face-to-face time. Love it. You know, I think a, a lot of men, they just like hanging out. Guys like to hang out. Wives, guys like to hang out. Yeah. Guys, women like to sit down and they, they want that face they to want face inti- time. They, they want, want to feel intentionality. They want to be intentionality. Yes. And you know, guys, so find some things. Find some things that you guys can do together. Yeah. And I like to say it, weekend getaways. Yeah. We, if, you can, if you can do it, find a way to do it. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say here. Uh, I'm not really sure. 
It's incredibly bonding for men to have a group of, to have his wife wanting to hang out, just be one of the fellas. You know what I'm saying? Getting away, hanging out together uh, is very, is very, very important. Face to face, side by side. Number three, Pastor Andrew. Number three, belly button to belly button. And all you married couples, maybe you men are like, yeah, we're going to talk about sex. Uh, don't do it. Let's Don't do talk it. About I knew you're gonna do it. I knew you're gonna do it. You know, but as, can I tell you, it's important. It's important to have intentionality in your relationships. To go on a date, maybe sit across the table from one another, have a conversation, talk about each other's day, what's going on. Get to you know, get to know each other, and continue to to discover each other in that way, intellectually, emotionally, which sometimes is hard for a man. To open up emotionally yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. let you know your spouse in, but that's what a woman—that's what a wife craves—to have that connection. Number two, you know, doing things together that you know, like 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 Jared said, you know, side by side, you're doing stuff together. It's not just about the talking and all the emotions, and you know, those are great. But we need to 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 live life together. Let's do some adventure. Let's go hang out. Let's maybe go golfing or do, you know do things like that together. Well, we're not a golfer, but I'm just throwing something out there for you know, ladies to golfer is great. Honestly, I'm good for like a seven holes. Then uh, after that, I'm like, good. you're pretty good at like three holes. No six, okay, six. We're gonna we're gonna compromise six. But can I tell you when you are, uh huh, just Man down. knocking knocking stuff down. When you are, you know, discovering <laughs> like a bull. <laughs> when you're discovering things you know each other on an emotional and, and intellectual level when you're having adventures and just living life and doing things together it's going to take your sex to a whole nother level yeah. it's not just about getting the job done to you know appease your physical needs but it becomes well, sometimes which is important mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not dissing that fact mm -hmm. but can i tell you it will take it to another yeah. level an important level and i'm going to read uh can i just say something about sex yes Couples, if you're married, let's say you've been married three, four, it's usually around the three to five year mark. When you talk, I, I, I we have counseled couples, been yes. married for like two years, three years, and they have sex like once or twice a month. Simply not enough. No. Simply, uh, unless there's some physical things going on or some deep mental or emotional issues going on, which you have to work on. Look, but if you're physically healthy, mentally stable, emotionally strong, you know, as much as we can be in life, right? Yeah. And you're having sex once or twice a week. Sorry. Once or twice a month. Yeah. Once or twice a month. Yeah. Right. No. And and you're like 25, yeah. 26 years old. You know what? Continue on. Maybe just go ahead and DM us and we'll we'll get together. We'll and get together and, and 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 help do a Zoom call. Help yeah. you work through that. Like like seriously. Yeah. Work through that. You know, and out of the book of Solomon again, Song of Solomon, uh, chapter seven, verse eleven and twelve. Come, my lover. And I want to say this over and over again because it helps us to begin to understand that sex isn't bad. Sex is a gift that is given by God for us to enjoy as a married couple. You know, there's a song that um, uh, John Mayer uh, sang. It is, you know, um, talking about rediscovering, you know, each other's body as a wonderland. Can I tell you, those are beautiful things that we get to do and there's no shame in that. You know, come, my lover, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in the villages. Let us go early in the vineyards to see if the vines have budded, if their blossoms have opened, and if the pomegranates are in bloom, then there I will give you my love. There's my passion, my desires. Can I tell you, 
our passion and desires and you know intimacy that sometimes we feel is is bad and they're 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 bad words that we don't say is something that is opened up to us and is budded our love in our right. relationship with one another. You know, Proverbs 5, 18 and 19 says this, and I, I love this scripture because it's so important. And our first pastor actually shared this scripture with Jared and I as we were young in ministry. May your fountain be blessed. And may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breasts satisfy you always. May you never be captivated. Uh, May you you ever, sorry, not never. May you ever be captivated by her love. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, enjoying and, you know, discovering each other's body and and those kind of things. And sex is an important part of marriage. It's what brings us together. Can I tell you, um, sex will diffuse a lot of arguments um, and helps you in the makeup process, to be honest. Um, I'm going to share from a woman's perspective, a man's approach. And then Pastor Jared's going to talk about a woman's approach, you know, from a man's perspective. Because a lot of times we hear things from the same perspective. But men, work on your approach. And what, what do we mean by that? What do I mean by that is men can make anything sexual. You can literally be doing something that you would think a woman would think sex is so far apart. It can't be brought together. But if a man's mowing a lawn or seeing, you know, that could be sexual, you know, uh, changing a tire, a man can all of a sudden, boom, sex. <laughs> men work on your approach. Like, boom. Sex. No, literally, sometimes it's like squirrel. I mean, how does that happen? You know, we're literally having a conversation sometimes and he'll bring it right back to sex. And I'm like, wait, huh? but, but how, I don't really understand how that works. Trying to finish this conversation. Talk about the budget. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden you're like sex, you know, and just saying it, dudes, it doesn't, it, it's not like the lady's not like, oh, I caught that. Let's go get it. No, work on your approach. You know, there's lots of books out there. Oh <laughs> there's lots of books out there. Talks about sex starts in the kitchen. Dudes, see her. Let her know that, you know, that you think she's beautiful. You know, make her dinner, rub her feet. Just do some different things. Just don't be like, sex. <laughs> and all of a sudden, that's like a trump card. And you're going right to the bed and everybody's ripping off their clothes like you see in the movies. Okay, men, work on your approach. Yeah, women make an approach. Oh, well, then preach that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, women, women, let me help you out. It's better that in satin than in flannel. All right? You know what I'm saying? Now, look. Now, look. Look. You want that man's attention? Just, we're men. Just walk out. You just have to just walk out one day, a little satin, and it's over. Done. And it takes about two seconds. Change the flannel, put the satin on. Women, think about Make an approach. Yeah. Men, make an approach. Women, men have to work on their approach. Women have to make an approach. And and let me break it down, ladies, this way. Show them you're interested. Yeah. You know, maybe he's always giving you a, you know, a, a tap on the backside, you know, letting you know how beautiful you are. You know, sometimes you just give a little tap on the backside or, you know, just give, you know, just brush up against him. Can I tell you? He'd be like, oh, sex, sex. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I'm waving that card. You know, you're you're throwing the flag down like your referee and he caught that. He's like, yes, I get it. Yeah. You know, show him you're interested. I think that's important. Let me, let me say this yeah. Um To wrap, to wrap, to, yeah. to, to draw this in. Husbands, you are your wife's only legitimate way yes. to find sexual fulfillment. Yeah. And wives, 
you're his only legitimate way to find yeah. sexual fulfillment from a biblical understanding, from a Christian truth. Husband and wives are the only ones that should be having sex yeah. in a covenant marriage between each other. Yeah. Um, you don't hear that very often, you know, because uh, sometimes we, we don't want to uh, uh, make people feel bad or feel like, oh, man, I'm not married yet and I'm having sex. Well, you're sinning against each other and against God. And we want to encourage you to uh, uh, get married and yeah. then continue on having great sex. Yeah. Um, so it's okay to talk about. People need to talk about it more yeah. instead of pretending like it doesn't exist and then only talk about it behind closed doors. No, talk about it openly. Yeah. Christian marriage or a married couple, whether you're Christians or not, is the only legitimate way under God to have to find sexual fulfillment. Face to face, yeah. side to side, belly button to belly button. Get the fun back yeah. in your marriage. And singles, use it to prepare for later. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Do you think? I think it, this is great. Right. This is a good message. You should share it. You should, you know, put a high five in there, you know, because maybe some fire flames. Fire because flames. it's important. I like this, the fire flames. I do like the fire flames. You know, this is important in our marital relationship. These are things that we need to cultivate. Hey. As your marriage goes, as your family goes, and as yeah. the family goes, as society will go. And can I tell you that, you know, our kids knew that we have an intimate relationship as they were obviously not inappropriately, but as they, sex was not a, a bad thing to them. And they get to enjoy that aspect in their marriages. And I think that's important that we pass down healthy marriages, healthy relationships, healthy intimacy. So we would love for you to take the next steps here at yes. Hope City Church. This is our forward-facing, yes. uh, 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 I guess, uh, ministry, ministry, you know, yep. so to speak. Uh, we broadcast here on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. We're, um, we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify now and, and Apple, Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. So this is our way of just getting the message of grace and the gospel of Jesus out. But we want you to take your next step to join in yes. community, a relational community. That's up for you to take that step. And that's joining here on Facebook. Uh, if you don't have a Facebook. Um, Maybe get, just get a Facebook just for this. Get a Facebook just for this. Um, and our Facebook community is here at, at it's Hope City Church Community. It's in the link. Yeah. And that's where we are building a community where we'll do more Zoom calls, more Facebook uh uh, train, not training, but teaching, just hanging out and live events where we can actually uh, get to know each other from all over the world. So we thank you for that. Uh, but that's up to you to do when you're ready to do it. Have a great day. Peace.